0: What are you bidding on? It's it's magic cards, man. Magic cards. Okay. Magic cards. Magic cards. How long's left?
1: Uh, four four minutes. Four Five. minutes. Oh, it's, it's the countdown. We could
0: make them wait four minutes. We we could do. Or we could start talking.
1: I thought we already had.
0: Yeah. Okay. Should do a countdown. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello <laughs> and welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards This is episode 9 Ooh. 9 of
1: 49 <laughs> 49 now. Forty, Well we're oh. kind of
0: being clumpy But it's our, f- oh. it's our first anniversary It is It's our anniversary week So congratulations to you Colin Congratulations Richard We're shaking hands and that is our hands um, So this episode can only be called one thing Which is the big happy anniversary show with us both, because <laughs> that's good grammar. So, how are you doing? I'm all right, apart from my illnesses. Oh and... uh, yes, I yes. <laughs> um, but this isn't a health and well-being podcast. No, we don't mm, care about that. This is a sociopathic podcast, <laughs> so we don't care about your feelings no. or how you are or anything like that. Forever but, um, alone. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Me cry. <crying. laughs> Watching in those tears. Um, you, you good though?
1: Yeah. Cool,
0: cool. Well, enough about caring. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some cardboard. Now, Um, people might be confused, but there is a reason that we do this. And the reason that we do this is because there's quite simply not enough podcasts about board games. There isn't. I've looked. I've looked. There definitely isn't. Don't bother looking either. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the other reason that we do this is there's just not enough podcasts with two guys no 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 definitely not
1: it's a dying art form
0: it is <laughs> kind of <laughs> a little bit um so we're here to talk it's it's the it's us back again mm. and i think a year ago we had pressed the button and we were wondering what was happening with kind of like Downloads owned. and, and like, stuff like that. And your mic's rubbish. Our mic rubbish, and you're not leading into the mic. wasn't
1: rubbish. We just uh, didn't know how to use the software. We just had no idea what we were doing. So, <laughs> so now
0: we're back. But we have been playing some games. Mm-hmm. As long as those games don't involve um, resource management in a potential 1920s battlefield with big mechs and start with the letter S and end in the letter E. Because
1: they, well, mm,
0: we've uh, not really mm. had enough chance to play Scythe. Twice.
1: Twice. But we've not... Yeah, and so, we've got four turns in? Yeah, something
0: <laughs> like that. So we, we're going to play it. So what we're going to do is we have been playing some other games, but in the next yeah. couple of weeks we are going to do a little special on just... We're going to talk about Scythe and actually mm-hmm. say what we think. It's not yeah. going to be a special. It's just going to be another episode. Oh. Well... Are you not coming back? It's <laughs> <laughs> to oh, it's been a year. Well, it's been a good time. Uh, let's stop. Oh, what's happened? Because Colin's it's, currently it's, bidding it's, on some some magic cards. So we're just having a look. Fifty seconds to go. Fifty seconds to go. See when it gets to um, the count- We can do the countdown theme tune. I'm, I'm waiting like for the guy to gazump second. me, and he's not gazumped me yet. Is he not? So, oh, oh <sighs> it, the tension is absolutely crazy. So we'll wait, no, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep going, we're gonna keep going. We have been playing some games. We have been playing some cardboard, and one mm-hmm. of the games that we have been playing is uh, is Zolkin.
1: Yes, we played it once. We
0: played it once, and it's uh, a game by the Czech game company, mm-hmm. who um, I heard they've done a couple of lovely games. I was hearing about a game called um, Alchemists, which is apparently quite good, and they also did Code Names as well which everybody's heard Everyone loves cool games. So, um, how are we going? Oh, it's ended!
1: Yeah.
0: And did you win the magic cards? Yeah, I did. Yay! So, Zolkin is about... um, It's to do with the Aztecs, isn't it, Colin?
1: It is, yeah. It's it's a heavy, heavy, heavy Euro game.
0: Yes, yes. We've spoken about various types of Euro games in the past and how... They kind of work around central, a central a kind of mechanic with a view that you have an ability to score points uh, and thus kind of win the game. Yeah.
1: Points are everything.
0: Points are everything. and But Zulkin is one of these games where it's kind of like... There's so much going on... Yep. ...that click together quite well... Yep. ...that kind of are like... complicated and feel restrictive... But once you kind of get halfway into the game mm-hmm. and you understand, as per normal, the what you're meant to be doing, and... the wee even the wee light bulb went off in my head with this yeah. one, and it went off a little bit better than the light bulb in Colin's head because the light bulb in Colin's head was a submersed very slightly in alcohol. Well, there was
1: about three quarters of a liter bottle gone yeah, by <laughs> that <laughs> time. Yeah, <laughs> um, we
0: played at um, we played at a birthday party basically. Yep, it was. A Best way to have a birthday party,
1: oh, surrounded by board games. It was a lovely birth, well, a lovely birthday for me, and it wasn't even my birthday. It so. was.
0: You seemed like you were having a very, <laughs> you seemed like you were having a very, very good time. But back to Zolkin. It is a game where basically you play a tribe.
1: Yep. Uh, well, it's sort of like comfe- competing factions. Yes. In in the sort of like astic uh,
0: Yes. They kind of the different Aztec kind of factions,
1: yeah. and it's all built around the idea of the Mayan calendar. Yes. So. um
0: So how they represent the movement of time oh. in the Mayan calendar? Now this is, yeah. I've seen some set for some games in my time, mm. and some of the components are amazing, but what you've got here is you've got like a moot you've got like a moving clock
1: type. Yes, structure. yeah, it's it's um. It's like one big disc, yes. And when it rotates, it's it's got gears on it, so it it moves all the other discs. And there's like four other discs attached to the main. And when main you thing, move it, it's, it's all lovely sculptured like a yes. big Mayan calendar. It's it's glorious. It's lovely, and that <laughs> takes a piece, So when you open it and you first look at it, you're like, mm.
0: "This is very cool." When you set yep. it up, it's even cooler. And the idea is that basically um each of the each you've got like you've got, around each kind of circular yep. rotating cog you've got sections yep. it's like divided into sectors and the idea of what you do is that you place you get little guys little workers and you place them at the almost like the beginning mm-hmm. and as they rotate round. They rotate and you can you get offered kind of different things that you have yeah. so you've got things like
1: the longer mm, you keep them on mm, the, the better the better the reward the reward sometimes
0: yes <laughs> um but you can collect things like wood you can collect things like grain as well yeah um and that's kind of like your main they become like your main currency. You can mm-hmm. col- you can yep. go on. You can collect other things, um, yeah. minerals as well. You can also collect these fabulous, or work towards working to these fabulous kind of blue crystal skulls. Yes. Yeah. So anyone that did see the unintended Indiana Jones film. <laughs>
1: I I don't know what you're talking I about. I don't
0: know what you're talking I'm talking about either. But you've got these fantastic little playing pieces which are in the shape of beautiful kind of Mayan crystal Those skulls, skulls yeah. which look fantastic. And they <laughs> operate round their own little wheel. Because that's kind of the wheel that you really want to end up kinda of getting to because that's where some of the points can come yeah,
1: in. Yeah, it's it's one of the, the places where you can generate points. Yes there is a whole other sub-game in the game. Yes, there
0: is. <laughs> and this is like you're thinking so far. It's like, well, this sounds complicated. Yep. I get on, like a roundabout, I get a little bit dizzy, I jump off, I grab some grain and some wood, and then I score some points. Mm. Well, you would think so. But then on the right side of the board, you've got sectors which basically allow you to change what you're doing. They add kind of... Uh, well,
1: There's sort of um, two other main sections to the game. Yes, and one of the sections is three. Three other sections. There's. I'm I'm, four. Things are. uh, (laughs) Yeah, there might be. There potentially seven. There is how you're doing with the gods. How how much tribute you've been giving the gods. Yes, is one little sub. Yes. of the game which yes. gives you points
0: yes it does you've got to climb up the Tower of Righteousness mm. essentially yes, yeah. and depending you've got different you've even got different lanes to the Tower of Righteousness so depending mm. on which lane you climb up you get different bonuses yep and then underneath that you've got a table where well, you've got a table which um, basically has f- has a couple has different sections which you can travel across from mm. left to right yep and that essentially allows you to gather kind of certain bonuses, and it mm-hmm. has effects on how you do things, how much it costs to, to, to buy something. And it also has an effect on kind of rewards that you get as yeah. well. Um, and then on top as of that, that yeah. as if that wasn't enough, and dear listener, you're, you <laughs> it. it's perfectly fine to pause the podcast now, go and get yourself a nice little drink. Um, and come back again. Because not only that, you've got the ability to, to buy kind of buildings.
1: Well, you've got the technologies first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, more the, the, and more. The, the,
1: the column, uh, another column is how technology these affect yeah. y- your different abilities. So it's yeah. how fast and how many resources you need yeah. to do all the other actions. Yeah. And um and then you have And then the, you
0: have the... your ability to build your monuments and you have your ability and, and to build your you know your temp yeah. your buildings as well. And those kinda of go towards kind of uh, again it's kinda of how how you can score,
1: um how you garner more resources. Resources, how yeah. you get
0: more workers and um that sounds like a lot to digest, Colin. It,
1: it... It was.
0: It was a lot to do. Luckily,
1: when yes. we sat down and played, we had a guy who was fairly expert at the game. I think he'd he played, he'd he played lots. He'd of He'd
0: actually said that he he knew people that had played in tournaments yes. with this game. Yeah. So when it's one of these things is when you I think if we'd sat down with the rules, hmm. we would have maybe been oh, a bit scared, and we would yeah. have reached for Mister YouTube's to see if we could find oh, ourselves. Oh, definitely. A, yeah. Let's find ourselves a friendly video, but um the g- I'm
1: really glad we had him to sit down and play yeah it
0: was it was um, fantastic because he was able he shepherded us through hmm. he's shown us the right path and he's shown us the way forward, which was absolutely fantastic, but it's one of these games that once you kind of get the basics, it does as we say kind of click click in hmm. um in terms of um in terms of how it looks. Oh, it looks brilliant! It's, be- yeah. it's it is it's beautiful looking. Um, I,
1: I've I've seen on Board Game Geek where people have painted yeah. the uh, the Mayan calendar, oh, so it oh, looks you know like a um, like a a painted bit of of Mayan statue. You know, it's like wow, that's kind of groovy. And
0: and then each of the sections of the artwork themselves look. I mean, I'm just gonna to remind ourselves but yeah you've got like a. I oh,
1: just put that up on the webcam yeah there you go <laughs> yeah there's for everybody for everybody now looking at the live feed
0: but you've got your set oh look that's where they put the tokens
1: yeah it makes more sense it does make an <laughs> awful lot more sense
0: but you've got like your individual workers that you place down mm. and they kind of go in these massive cogs and as things move round, they've moved round to the different sectors then on the bottom right hand side you've got all your monuments and buildings, and then you've got your technology hub above that. And then you've got your temple situation yeah. above that. And then for each of the cards as well, you've got um there's costs for placing people down on the on yep. the boards to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of got a bit of a risk reward. Do you continually just place guys on the basic
1: of the basic? Well the the core of the game is you either must withdraw someone from the table yes. or you must play someone to the table yes a, a worker to the table yes so it you've always got to be planning this turn I'm going to place this guy down mm-hmm. next turn I'm going to withdraw him next turn I'm going to place this guy down and in that sort of fashion on on each of the turns and then it was every Six turns, or, or was it slightly longer It was longer than
0: every... It? One, two, three... Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six... Every seventh.
1: Every seventh. You had to feed everybody. Yeah. Nobody
0: just sat... It wasn't like you had... They might have mm-hmm. been
1: made of wood. And that was also your, your points round as well.
0: Yes. Yeah and what you had to do is you had to make sure you had enough food in the place as well so it stopped mm-hmm. people from being able just to race away race away yeah, and get you, to you the highest just... technology as possible yeah. so that kind of you know you see so you had that kind of do i do this do i do that yep it does look stunning and it is one of the most unusual games i've really seen mm. in terms of playability it wasn't it wasn't the kind it got it wasn't as complicated as it first started out. It took a while to get it, into it. It wasn't,
1: but like you were saying, if I was sitting down with just the rule book, yeah. we would have been there for three, four hours yeah, just would, trying to yeah. work out the rules. Yeah.
0: In fact, we um, actually ended up getting a full game played in, what was it, about an hour
1: and a half? It wasn't long, was it? No. No.
0: I mean, I was expecting, this to be a, I was expecting it to be a long shift, but we actually got it done within about... It seemed to
1: just go like a flash yeah, for me. Yeah, cause, yeah. yeah, well...
0: Well, I had well. About
1: four drinks in that time. So.
0: <laughs> it was just a haze. Did you win, Colin?
1: No, I didn't win. Oh, <laughs> I you... did not win. Oh, no.
0: no. Where, but... did, where did I come in this? I think you bet me. I Richard. think I, I think I, I did think I, I think if... I did. Does that mean that I like the game?
1: I think Leo Leo bet me as well because I was playing Leo once Leo left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And being your competitive self. You were in
0: that horrific kind of snake eating its own tail quandary where you wanted to win so you ended up beating yourself to yep, get through. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite <laughs> I just remember you look a face of pure guttedness as you kind of went, yeah. ah, I've just beaten myself. <laughs> um, it goes for about, I mean, usual places, 50 quid, 40, 50 quid. You'll probably mm. be able to pick it up an awful lot cheaper. In terms of how it looks, as we say, it looks stunning. It's worthwhile just having a look, just to have a look at how, yeah.
1: how a board game can be. There's lots of board game there. And there's yes. lots of learning the board game. Again. Yes, there is. And there's multiple different ways of winning the game. It's yes. very nice that way. There's lots of different ways to generate points. So yes. you're not stuck with the same tactic every no. single time you play the game.
0: No, we really I can um I liked it. Mm. I would definitely play it again. I would yeah. yeah. I think um now that I know the basics behind it. Same here. It yeah. would be getting back into the tactics. So mm-hmm. that is um so we're not wizards, we we recommend it. We
1: recommend. We give it, it a
0: couple Ooh. of thumbs up Ooh. and a wee couple of st- random stars.
1: Random eight stars. eight stars. Eight stars. Eight out
0: of whatever. I don't know what that's out of. It doesn't even have to be out. Don't give me that face.
1: It doesn't have to be out
0: of anything. It's just eight like
1: eight out of fifty. That's that's mean.
0: Oh, I was going to think of eight out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to make anybody cry. Um, the next game that had been played, I played it very briefly and we didn't get very far on it but you and mr leo hello mr leo but you played you played a game recently with mr leo which is uh death or victory yes which is by the plastic soldier company
1: yes and for people
0: who aren't aware of who the plastic soldier company are the plastic soldier company make a game that me and Colin love very much, which is Quartermaster General, mm. which we like an awful lot. And taking along the same kind of lines in the sea, and a, but a completely different theme is Vic- say, yeah. Death or Victory.
1: Death or Victory. What's it about? What's the message? It's it's about the Peloponnesian War. Whoa! Oh! I knew it. You were, you were in the middle. <laughs> Was that yeah, boy.
0: You were in the mirror going like that, palatizing, I didn't realise. I thought you were like doing breathing exercises or something like that. Oh no, 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 dear were... God! I didn't realise you were practicing. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's about
1: the. Well, it's about Sparta v yes. Athens in the old, um, the the sort of wars that they had back the, the in the nineteen sixties is... or. Yes, yeah, yeah, pretty, about, about pretty that, close, that. pretty close. Yes, before yeah. tea time in your childhood. Yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be certain people out there that'll be laughing themselves silly about the fact of being referenced as being quite old. Um, <laughs> the idea of the game is to conquer.
1: No, is it not? Is it's it not. points again? It is all oh, about I'm the just points. Such a silly, aren't I? But it's how you get the points.
0: Right, I'm interested in this because we didn't get very far again. So, do you want to? I'm going to step back a bit, and if you want to tell mm-hmm. the good people what it's
1: what it's all about, well, it's 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 sort of area control. It it, it takes an awful lot from from the game it's come from, which is Quartermaster, um, mm. which was based around World War Two. Yes, um, and was very much asymmetrical. So there was five actions in that game in victory or death, there's only four factions. Yeah. It plays a lot faster taking that fifth faction out. Yeah, yeah. Now, the core of the game is you're trying to build cities and expand your empire, Mm. and you're also trying to cripple your opponent. Okay. And the asymmetrical of the game is the Spartans are very, you know, as per history, are very militaristic, and their way of generating points is by killing the opponents. Uh, the Athenians are sort of the reverse. The, their whole strategy is around their naval power. Yeah, And they have an awful lot of um, things that will generate them points if they have navies in certain areas.
0: Are they like kind of like Japan was and the UK was in Quartermaster
1: ma- well, quarter no. General?
0: A little bit more? No. I should, Everything.
1: Just, I should just shut up. Every faction in the game, yeah, because of the new mechanics, plays similar to the um, the Japanese played. Ah, okay. So, all factions. In Quadramaster, there was the Japanese, and they were very difficult hmm. to play, because all of their... Um, Sorry, I'm jumping ahead of explaining the game, aren't that's I? That's fine. I've written
0: <laughs> down also death or victory instead of victory or death.
1: Uh, yes. yeah. And then yes, I don't know if I, I can't mistake. remember if I said death or victory. <laughs>
0: but as you know, this is a year on and if it wasn't me actually saying something bloody stupid in the show, then you'd think I'd been replaced by a robot. <laughs> anyway, moving Good on. Body snatchers. What a <laughs>
1: <film>. <laughs> that's um, a new film. Yes, um, so you have the different factions there's yes. four factions There's the Athenians, the spartans the delphinian league and the corinthians who were um
0: there's a lot of big words in yes this. yeah the,
1: if you're familiar with greek history then you'll go all oh, right yeah totally. oh, of course yep. yeah Now, um the delphinian leagues um they're Whole basis is about generating points. They have so many cards that just generate points and points and points. That's how Leo beat me in the game.
0: <laughs> oh, you never said that.
1: Yeah, I never said that.
0: You never said that.
1: Um, okay,
0: that kind of puts an interesting twist on mm, things.
1: Yeah, and um, the Corinthians are sort of the anti them, if you know what I mean. They yeah. have an awful lot of cards to, to muck up the Delphinians. Yeah, so it's, yeah. But each faction plays completely different when you're sitting down and playing it. And that's the beauty of the game for me. Mm-hmm. And the replayability value of the game of each faction is so different. How the actual game mechanics work is you have a deck of cards. Right. And you draw um, 10 cards. Yeah. And then you have to scrap three cards. So you only ever have a hand of seven. All right. And with that hand, you... Um, you play a card mm-hmm. that's your action mm-hmm. and depending on what that card says is what you do that turn so if it's land battle then one of your soldiers or one of your boats fights a land location yeah. if it's navy battle then two fleets will fight and you basically you just remove the opponent there's no dice rolling or anything no like
0: it's just game. you know automatic win if you've got mm-hmm. the card there
1: but the beauty of the game is there are specialized cards for each deck yeah so you have um, things called status cards. Yes. And they are a card you place down and it's out in front of you for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And you always have the effect of that card. Yes. So in the case of some of the things, um, we'll give you victory points. If yeah. you can... You know, I was playing Sparta, so I had a card that whenever I remove an enemy piece from the board, I get a victory point. Um, So I basically just stood killing my opponents for most of the time to try and get victory points. So
0: it's like a case of building up kind of modifiers and game changers in order
1: to change to make the
0: the board kind of like your own, yeah? Ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, The other thing about the game is um, you have a thing called a prep card now. Mm. And that is using the same mechanic that... uh, the Japanese hat in, mm. in the original Quartermaster game. Yeah. And that is a card where you, you discard a card and you get to play this prepared card face down. All right. And whenever something, you know, there'll be something written on the card that will say, if an enemy hoplite attacks one of your hoplites, yeah, reveal <clears> this card. <throat> yeah. And if you reveal that card, um, you then follow the text and the text might be, you know, like... um ambush, you actually kill the attacking army. Oh, cool, okay. And, and things like that.
0: So, reaction cards and yes, stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you had so, reaction cards before Master the, general. The,
1: yeah, but it was mainly, that's <coughs> what the Japanese force yeah, was built around. Yeah. And again, um, each deck, you know, each deck of cards that each of the factions has, has a completely different amount of these cards in it. Yeah. So, um, I think the Spartans have... Um, Thirty-six cards. Yes, and about nine of them are land battled cards. Yeah, and like six of them are muster cards, and yeah. all the rest are the, yeah, yeah. the prepping cards and everything. Yeah, that. yeah. And then um, Andy, he was playing Athens.
0: All oh, right, okay. and he
1: had like this huge deck of thirty-five cards. Mm. Um, and basically that means you've got more options. Yeah. And you're not going to run out of cards, so he could play more prep cards than I could play. Yeah. Because every time you play a prep card, you're discarding a card to play that prep card.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, if I played a lot of prep cards, I'm going to run out of my deck faster, and then I'm going to have no cards. Yeah. And I'll be sitting, not able to do anything in the last... Because I'm
0: right in saying that you start to basically shed victory yeah. points once you're running out of your deck.
1: As soon as you can't play a card, yeah. you lose a victory point. And opponents can play cards yeah. to make you have to play a card or disc- discard cool. a card. So if someone, say you've ran out of your deck and mm. someone plays a, a discard four cards and you can't discard any cards, mm. you lose four cards. Uh, you lose four, four victory four points. points. Yeah, And if at the end of any turn one of the factions because it's broken down into um, Sparta and Corinthians are the oligarchy. Yes, And the... <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> <coughs> um, um, and um, modern politics we're not allowed to mention that. We don't talk about it. No, we... And the Athenians and the Delphinian League are the demos, because you know, yeah. they're representing the Greek city-states that took on democracy, yes, and the yes. Spartans are like, no, 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 uh, oh, rule we'll. of might. Yes, thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> it looks for It looks clean, yep. crisp. It's the artwork is decent on the cards. I really like the artwork. Yeah, yeah. The board is up to um is up to kind of plastic soldiers usual standard.
1: Functional, it's all good. Yeah. This
0: these are guys that have managed to get themselves a decent set of mechanics.
1: The game's a beautiful it.
0: idea. Oh, they're tweaking it and they're changing it all the yep. time now and it's almost like they've got a confidence behind them mm, yeah. that they've then looked back into the history books and said Okay, we they did their World War One version mm-hmm. of Quartermaster General.
1: That that was their latest Kickstarter. Yeah, was the World War One game.
0: And then obviously they've then, they've then uh, they've then gone ahead and and they've brought out this little beauty. It looks, as I say, it looks, it's a lovely, lovely looking game. And it also helps if I pronounce what it's actually called. But it is Victory or Death. I'm well, it's, a... it's
1: Quartermaster General, Victory ah, or Death, well, there you the go. Peloponnesian War. Oh, is it? All right. Okay. <laughs> We're bringing in that. We're bringing in that in again. Okay.
0: You just have to keep saying it, keep saying it. Um, you, It looks like you can get it for about
1: £28. If you shop around, yeah.
0: Yes. It looks nice. It plays... Um, Again, it's one of these games you've got to get into it to understand yeah, the, it fully. The,
1: once you sit down and play it once, yeah, you'll always have that weed light bulb when you go, alright. This totally. is what we do. And then you have the joy of each of the four different factions plays completely different. It's the same game, but you have mm. a completely different feel playing each of the different factions. Okay. They are that asymmetrical. It's not, it's not mirrored. It the way I was describing it, it kind of sounds mirrored. Yeah. But Corinth and the Delphinians no, play very, completely yeah, different. it's
0: very, very kind of um, yeah, it's, it's um, everything has their own skill set. If you've played Quartermaster General before, you'll, oh, def- you'll, you'll, you'll understand down, you'll what I'm talking about. As- well. it's, it's like asymmetrical in terms of the types yeah. of powers. There's no kind of massive head off between two powers. Mm. So, we And, um, and
1: <clears throat> the reason why it's called Quartermaster General Yes. I should have mentioned this. Is everything is about supplying your armies. If you can't supply your armies, the, they all the die. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. And to supply them, there's got to be a route from your supply zone in this game, your cities, there's got to be a route from your city to your soldier. And if there isn't a route to your city, soldier or boat, they die. Because when we were playing the game with Andy. I was able to get a fleet round Athens because yeah. I, I thought he would kill that fleet straight away. And then he he just looked at me with, with bitterness in his eyes <laughs> and he had to remove <coughs> all of his fleets off oh the table. It was about four goodness. fleets he had to take off. It was like, oh, I didn't realize. Sorry, man. Did, <laughs> did you grin? A wee bit. Did you?
0: But um, Leo won.
1: Oh, Leo, um, he got this amazing combination of um, two status cards that if he had a city in this zone and he had a fleet defending this zone and because of those two cards he was getting like seven victory points a turn and the best amount of victory points we'd been able to do on my side was five. Oh, well. So um, (coughs) we, we, we were in the lead till about turn nine. And then the scoring round at turn nine, he just... Boom. Went away. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, if you see it, victory or death.
1: Pick, I think it's a good game. Pick it up. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Pick it up. And, I'm and we'd still, like
0: we'd I'm... like to see, actually, if you're listening, Plastic Soldier Company, come on, have a chat with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, why not? We'd love to get you on. <laughs> Let's
0: have a chat about your games, because we love your games. So, mm. yeah. Um. The next game that I've been playing, and we've not been doing segues, but why not? I was thinking you were possibly reading my mind, potentially using The Force. The Force? The Force. I don't know. Did
1: you think Do it Do we was... have enough copyright to actually mention this? I, I don't know. I think
0: it could be our destiny to <laughs> oh end up God. in front of the courts. But speaking Lucas of films, destiny... we didn't mean it. We didn't mean uh, it. Ah, You'll be all right. Um... One of the games I've been playing recently is Star Wars Destiny and I've been mm-hmm. playing it a lot James, mm-hmm. my boy, because um I got I uh, for Christmas,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he got the um he got the, I got the Kylo Ren set right. and he got the Ray set. And he also got a Kylo Ren set as well. So yeah. he comes round, he brings his Ray set, and I play the Kylo Ren set so we play together. Mm-hmm. Basically, um <clears throat> Star Wars Destiny. So you don't
1: have Kylo V. Kylo? Uh, not yet. You killed my father. Mm-hmm. No, whose
0: father did you kill? <laughs> whose father? Did he just did he just uh potentially almost crash his plane? Does Do he have not...
1: six fingers on his left hand? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you not think when um just as a quick aside, did you not thing when Harrison Ford crack, kind of had his plane crash, there would have been a group of people that would have went, Oh no, what's going to happen to Han Solo now? Oh no. <laughs> it's like, nothing. <laughs>
1: nothing. He's nothing. not
0: in the film now. He's not coming back either. <laughs> what? It's been a year. It's been two years now. Gods. What? Ah, oh, the spoilers. Oh, come on. Oh. The force is strong with the spoilers. Anyway, <laughs> Star Wars Destiny is in essence a dice rolling, very kind of like a dice mastery mm-hmm. type game where you, I've not seen anything about it. You get you, um, you get character cards and you also get support cards. You get event cards and you also get almost like sidekick type cards. So, for instance, you'll have um, in the Kylo Ren deck. You'll Mm -hmm. have Kylo Ren who's seen as a main character and then you'll have like a supporting Stormtrooper. And what's interesting is each of the characters, they have their own dice. And depending, some of of them will have two dice, some of them will just Mm -hmm. have one dice. But then you also get equipment for the characters as well. So for instance, the Stormtrooper can have like a grenade that is a card with its own dice.
1: Wow. or a blaster he's so which accurate is a why would he need a grenade
0: <laughs> you ever seen the pictures of the stormtroopers of paintball <laughs> oh, <laughs> you ever seen that immaculately <laughs> white <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely stormtroopers come back from their paintball day. they're just like all totally like they stepped out of, them, stepped out of a daz advert <laughs> you know what I mean this isn't the washing machine you're looking for um but the idea of the game is the idea of the game is quite simple. Is that you have um, <clears throat> you have resource tokens which allow you yeah. to buy cards and place them. Mm-hmm. You have a deck of cards which you um, you draw from. Yep. So every round you draw up to five cards, mm-hmm. and then you'll have energy. And then what you do is you'll have your main characters. Now you play a card. To play a card, you've got to use resources to play a card. Yeah. And then what that does is that essentially allows you to have your card on the so deck the ready resources? to go. You st- You get two resources every round for free. Right. But then, um, when you once you place your cards and they're they're played, then if they have dice available, those dice are also become available. They get st- stuck on your card, ready to ah, be ready okay. to be rolled. It's interesting. You're only allowed one action per turn. So right. that could be mm-hmm. um, preparing the dice itself. Yeah. Which allows you, you roll the dice and then it sticks. So, so some of the dice have got like, um, for instance, if it's like, say, Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. He's got like a a, sh, um, a special attack. And the special attack's on his card. Yeah. But he's also got like a two melee attack. He's got like maybe um, a disruptor, which uh-huh. allows you to remove somebody else's, re- your opponent's resources. Right. Um, or... Uh-huh. Other examples are you'll have an uh, you'll actually have the ability to gain resources you'll have the ability to um get people to remove discard cards yeah. um but you're only allowed to use one action per turn mm-hmm. so you end up in the situation where once you've rolled the dice you you'll sit they'll sit there and you put them in for, like above your card yeah and then then you're allowed to kind of like trade those basically use those dice. In order to use the move. So if you've got if you've rolled like a melee attack of at two on Kylo, then what you'll do in the next turn you're allowed to use that dice up and thus attack for kind of two. Or if you've got an energy resource, you're allowed to tr- bring that back in and get that energy kind of resource. So every every round you're allowed to do one action, or you can attack, um, or you can use a support card. Um that's every single time it's kind of like one action, so it allows yeah. you to basically um you gotta decide every single turn what you're gonna be doing
1: uh-huh.
0: it's uh-huh. it's um the other thing you can do is each of the um every round you decide at the very beginning of your entire game you decide the battlefield where you're actually gonna be fighting on, yeah, and the battlefield gets placed to one side. And then, at any point at any point in the game, one of you can claim the battlefield, which means that you get to use the special action which is on the battlefield card, but you're not allowed to take any more turns that's you that's you finished basically, you continue playing until you you basically use up all of your dice movement for that turn, or you can't play. It bring any more cards into play mm-hmm. you don't have any more actions then once both people pass then you basically you, you move on to the next round you reset mm-hmm. everybody You every card that was um, you. it's normal you kind of tap your cards as you can yeah. use them all the tapping gets reset um, you get damage tokens as well because every everyone everybody's got like life points so Kylo Ren's got life points you know Ray's got life points. Fins in there as well. The stormtroopers, and once somebody's wiped out, that's it. They're out of the game. They can't come. They can't come back in. It's quite, um, it's beautiful to look at. The dice mm-hmm. are huge and chunky. I'm talking about oh. dice that are mm-hmm. about two, about that big, as he points to the <laughs> camera. Um, they're quite. They're about probably about two centimeters across. I mean, these are big, big, chunky dice, t- t- and they've got. Beautiful kind of stickers with little bits of artwork on them on the actual dice itself. So really, really kind of, really kind of nice looking. So that's um, about,
1: about, about what two thirds of an inch for American friends.
0: Two yes <laughs> yes yes it's two thirds of an inch because uh an inch is about two and a half centimeters. So guy the American guys are going how how big is that how big is that dice? It's about the size of a small dog. <laughs> that's two centimeters—that's how you measure horses. So a horse that's two cent- five centimeters well, high, right? That's huge horse. Wow. So these dice are two centimeters—you need to actually roll them with both hands. That's how big. A- that's not true. That's just complete lies. It's about yeah. It's about an inch. They're about three quarters of an inch wide. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's very—it's balanced in terms of knowing how to how to say this in the games that I've played and I've played against Andy as well mm-hmm. and it's the normal thing he, as if
1: he wiped the floor with you <laughs> nah, he
0: got, I, almost, I had the chance to wipe the floor with him as well we had a balanced game but it depends sometimes who plays um, Who plays Ray
1: because
0: uh-huh. Ray is a, she's a very. she's a relatively quite powerful character is, ways, is there more
1: than just these four? Well you've got characters? Ray, you've
0: got Finn, but then you bring in your booster packs. And right. I've not mentioned the booster packs quite simply because I've not we've not gone out and bought ah, any. Right, okay. You know, we've um
1: You've just said this. I've star.
0: just stuck with the core the core game just now. Quite simply for the fact that it's enough. Um you can rip it open, um you can get it set up within about five minutes at the most, and uh-huh. you can get playing within five minutes. And for me and you know, and for me and for for me and for James, that's that's kind of perfect. You mm-hmm. can buy um, booster packs. Um, obviously, the booster packs are kind of random. Mm-hmm. My uh, is it a...
1: just the the the. Force Awakens characters, or is it? Um, I think at
0: the moment Star it started Trek. off with the Force Awakens, but they've obviously have gone Trek back in it. Yeah, you, did you almost say Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> did you live long and prosper? <laughs> oh, Maybe that'd be for, great! That'd yeah. be fantastic. You,
1: you, you've got your, your. I'm putting
0: down Chewbacca. Who are you playing? I'm playing uh,
1: Sulu. Picard. <laughs> it's not Picard. Picard.
0: <laughs> the light must be drawn here. <laughs>
1: oh, great! <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want this (laughs) it's a secret oh you might as well bring the X-Men in if you bring the Picard in
1: or 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 or. Locutus of
0: Borg Locutus of Borg I'm Locutus of Borg I've been stuck on this starship for some time but the line must be drawn here oh great (laughs) shall we move back into Star Wars again Okay. well you said Star Trek You've, you've messed it up sir and they um, call
1: him Paul Mohadib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is the movement of the third place of the third phase of the fourth moon of the? What is the
1: small mouse on the <laughs> second moon called?
0: <laughs> Why has it got blue eyes? It is because of the spice.
1: Big major boa. Spice
0: is life. Oh my goodness! Where have we gone? We've gone everywhere. <laughs> anyway, yes, they've got. You can. You can play. Um, the original characters in the booster mm-hmm. packs and that obviously ah, right. opens it up to the entire universe of Star Wars so there will yeah. be no doubt bounty hunters and everything like that. Oh, wow. I've not in all honesty, I've not kept up with it because mm-hmm. I know if I wanted to keep up with it, then I'd be is, is
1: it Lucky Dip Booster is And we
0: you may have been here with Dice Masters before <laughs> and we know burned heavily. we know how that ended up. You end up spending a fortune on them to say is back to being back at school again with a flipping football album. Got, 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 got. Yeah. Need, need. And you end up having like 52
1: Spider-Men. Well, you know, on this day and age you have eBay. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, I suppose you do have I eBay. want him and I want that dice.
0: It does look good. I mean, presentation-wise, it's a, it's a lovely looking game. And the mm-hmm. artwork's very good. It's very, very fun. It depends again how far you want to go down the rabbit hole. Right. I think I've consciously made the decision not to get into the booster packs because you know you yeah. can quite easily go out and spend a lot of money.
1: Is is it like you know? Is it like Magic with the booster packs? Yes. Have, have you looked up online? Is it no. very much pay to win or?
0: Um. No. You know, can, I think Can there Can are... you just make a deck which it's... is
1: just so much better than anything else? I or think that is it balanced or. <sighs>
0: I think it can be balanced, because you've got the dice there, it can be random, so it's quite easy to kind of like turn dice. around. I know, it's fine though.
1: I love Dice Masters though.
0: Dice Masters was really,
1: really light. It was them. only us that got into it though. I know think.
0: that was a shame. No. But you know, you can get them everywhere now, so, so, so it's fine, it's <laughs> fine. Um, <clears throat> we really liked it, we had a lot of fun with it, and we're continuing to have a lot of fun with mm-hmm. it. Will we delve into the booster packs? Probably not, because... James likes Pokemon a lot mm-hmm. and he's been down the route with Pokemon as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, magic, I've still not played Magic. Yeah. Do you hear that, Brian Wade? I've still not played White Magic. Not even once. That's Brian. Oh, well, just bought some Magic cards. I know you, you bought some <laughs> Magic cards. You're going to have to teach me how to play Magic. It's not that good. Anyway, Star Wars Destiny, you can pick up the core set for about, about 18... <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I think it's about eighteen pounds or something like that um, for a basic set, if not more. It's very, very good fun, and we like yep. it a lot. Um, the last game we want to mention Ooh. is, and this is a game that I play by myself. Don't, no, not that game. That's a different game. <laughs> That's my happy card time. <laughs> um, it's Sons Lee. Now, oh, ages and ages ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, a year ago. Yep. Mister Je Mister Jeffrey Greer, was typing away on a DM on Twitter, maybe, saying like the show. Maybe if you change it to a no? <laughs> like the show, but we need you to watch out for your volume because it could be a bit higher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And then he brought out his Kickstarter, Sansa Lee, and then we got it, mm-hmm. and then um, I've been playing it. And for those who aren't aware of it, it's like a it's a pyramid solitaire game, mm-hmm. where the idea is you build a pyramid of cards laid down. So you lay down the top card, which is the enemy base, and then two below that, you cover up half the card deck, mm-hmm. and then three, four, all the way down until you get about eight, I think it's eight eight cards at the bottom, and the idea is the different cards have different properties. So you get land, you get water, you get mountains. And the idea, and you also get research bases as well. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you have, um, in your hand, you have like an attacking hand. Mm -hmm. And you have like planes. You have basically um, land vehicles. Mm -hmm. You have infantry. And your idea is that in order to conquer in order to conquer the land, you need to have the right amount of resources in order to basically take that card off yeah. of the pile of the pyramid and allow you to move up and continue up the pyramid. Mm-hmm. When you the idea is basically um, there will be points where um, the enemy <clears throat> the enemy is building basically the ultimate weapon and you have to stop the enemy from building the ultimate weapon because yeah. at any point if he reaches the point where he builds the ultimate weapon you lose the game yeah so you your idea is you you basically you you draw your deck you allocate the deck into different piles according to the type of unit that they are and then each of the units has a value uh-huh. So for instance maybe a, an infantry unit is just worth one point Um, uh, A boat unit is maybe worth four or something like that mm-hmm. Um, But in order for you to take over it says well maybe the points value in this card is um, And the points value is at the side um, The points value is maybe um, 13 points So you've got to get enough points in order to basically claim that card and, and remove it at the end of that, you've then got to... Um, <clears throat> the excellent thing is, when you go to claim a land, once you've done that, you've got to... You roll a dice, and you roll two dice, and depending on what number you get, that tells you how many units you get to keep, how many yeah. units get destroyed, or whether you lose units, or whether you actually need to retreat. So there's a little bit of a risk-reward. risk, risk reward but the cuz of the medium of the dice you know mm-hmm. the, it means more than likely you'll just batter through and you'll lose the units that you've claimed sometimes you'll get lucky and you'll get to keep the units that you've claimed mm-hmm. sometimes you'll be unlucky and you'll have to pay an extra unit um, back you'll lose that extra unit as well you'll get really unlucky and you'll lose you know you yeah. lose that and you'll actually need to retreat back and you replace the car, the car back as you go you also get to take over research facilities Mm-hmm. As you take over a research facility, you get to upgrade what your units can do. Right. So, yeah. for instance, okay. like a, um, there's an upgrade unit where the it allows you to um, it allows you to basically that unit allows to to play as any other unit as a different mm-hmm. value. Yeah. Um, there's ones which just really really ramp up what the navy does. So mm-hmm. it allows you to really really kind of. very quickly take over other units Um, once you do your check you then have to roll a single dice to check where you are in terms of the research because there's a little chitty that tells you how close the enemy base is to producing the ultimate weapon so it starts off at level 3 and then it goes up to level 4 and finally it goes up to level 5 so the idea is you've got to roll um, above above that in order to stay safe if you set threes and you roll a four, you're fine. you know the right. researches move up, but as it moves up towards the fours and fives, the chances of the enemy after every attack getting towards its yeah. ultimate weapon it increases um
1: How do you feel that affects the game?
0: It doesn't I've played it yeah, with, I up,
1: with it having this you know like random end
0: um it wasn't that bad actually. It's not bad. It was never in a case that I felt completely kind of you never feel kind of done out because of the way because of the way that the dice rolls have been structured in terms of what you win and what you lose. Mm-hmm. Um and as I say, most of the time when you're rolling a dice, it's like six to eight means that you just lose the forces that you've committed. Right. So okay. and and above that you're kinda of gaining you're kind of almost gaining one's back, gaining an extra one. I mean it's um and in terms, it's obviously unstructured on, on this side. There's up to three. It's, it's not bad. I mean, there was maybe a couple of times, I was, it was ramping up. But when you take a yeah. research facility, there's something that causes them to have a have like a setback, uh-huh. which means that they pull it back. So you can. It's in your favor to actually target the research facilities because you can pull yeah. pull the enemy back. It really. I went into this kind of quite... How exciting can a solitaire game really
1: be? Well, I have been getting interested in solitaire games. And for, it's like, how, it, you know, I do don't you... know... You know, there's a few I've got my eye on. Yeah. Many, you know.
0: It's almost a case of, if you know that you're going to... If you know that you're potentially going to lose, do you lose or do you... Oh, I didn't actually play do, that do dice you, kind of thing. To, do you kind of fiddle win, it so yeah. that you win? But it's kind of structured in such a way that you never... There's dice in it which means there's a random chance but as yep. I say it's worked out so it's not that It's not that bad and there are ways to kind of always pull it back. It just depends on how t- tactical you want to play it. You can head straight for the prize but the danger in heading straight for the prize mm. is that you don't hit enough research facilities so you don't upgrade enough of your units so therefore it becomes harder and harder because as you go up the pyramid it costs more it costs more units or more unit points in order to take over is, areas Is it
1: a set layout then? Is, is yeah, it...
0: no it's the the pyramid itself is random so right. the actual places, are the actual units the actual geography that you'll have to overcome is random mm-hmm. and the research facilities can end up pretty much anywhere you yeah. can get lucky and you can have a research facility sitting right there in front of you that means you can upgrade your unit straight away mm-hmm. you could get maybe a bit unlucky with how it's ran how it's been laid out and you might not have research facilities until you've maybe up to the the second or third level mm-hmm. but it's the mechanics are are good enough that you get involved in it right okay you don't kind of feel that you're you're being cheated particularly or it's com- particularly unfair but it is something you can't rush through you kind of take yeah. your time because I sat down and I thought oh, I'll have a quick I'll have a quick game, but it did take me a good 45 minutes uh-huh. to get through it. But I enjoyed it, I did win, but I didn't cheat, Whee. which is always good. So I did get through it at the end and laid down. I think you've got to get like 20 odd points, 23
1: points. I can just say I won the <laughs> I know exactly.
0: It's choose your own adventure time again. So, um, um, Sons Elite, if you go to pasco.net. I believe mm-hmm. it's on sale for there. It's. I'm not. Sh- I'll need to check um, if you can get it in the UK. I'm pretty sure that you could arrange shipping oh, to the age. UK, and this you yeah. should be quite easy. But it's certainly worthwhile taking a look at. So that's what we got to the table. Um, getting off the shelf. Yeah. What we're we thinking. Scythe. Scythe. <laughs> It's gonna be flipping Forge all over again, isn't it? We're gonna end up doing an Pretty apology much. episode, yep. but we are gonna get a side paid play played in the next couple of weeks, and we are gonna talk about it. But I, I got hold of Escape from Coldits, mm-hmm. so I'd like to give that a shot potentially, okay. or or viticulture. Viticulture, which is all about wine making. The exciting making.
1: world of making wine.
0: The exciting world of making things wine. Is
1: it set in France or is it set in Tuscany? Tuscany.
0: Yes, I don't know if that's in France.
1: I think is it that might not be northern Italy. Might be. I could be completely wrong. I don't wrong. know anything I've probably about just wine. Insulted a hundred million people.
0: Oh well, they'll have to deal with it. <laughs> well, you know, it's fine. I think we've got a listener in Italy. Do we? Not anymore. Oh. oh. So what we're going to do is we'll get us we just see how we get on, and we might play Viticulture or we might play Escape from Cold. It's, it's random. It's random.
1: Okay. Right. And that's
0: where it's to go. Um, as normal. So that's jumping in. That's what we'd like to get off the shelf. Kickstarters. Now normally, what we do is we go into a big section about Kickstarters, but over the last couple of weeks. We have been speaking to a lot of people who have been running their own Kickstarter campaigns, so I'm not gonna. I'm going to mention them briefly. I'm not going to drone on about them. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say, if you check into the We're Not Wizards back catalogue, all of these games have been covered in the <laughs> last couple of days, last week at least. First one up is um, <clears throat> Subterra only talking about this because um Subterra was run by inside the box board games and they had a silly low target of about sixteen and a half K and I think they've romped in at about well it ends tonight. Um in fact it might be ending very, very soon. But they so far have romped in with about three hundred and twenty seven thousand pounds. So they've done they've done pretty They've done pretty well. And me and me and Peter have done a series over the last couple of weeks just to because it was like a developer diary type thing. Oh lovely. Just to kinda of talk about what he's been what he's been doing and what he's been up to. Right, let's just have a look at this. It is two hours to go. It's sitting at three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. It is the apparently it's like the third, fourth or third highest. Back to yeah. UK Kickstarter again. Nice, so well done. And that was off a, a original target of sixteen and a half thousand pounds. Look who's backed it. Aye, him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Couple of other but yeah, we've been having good chats. Well, we've been having good chats with uh, with Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, and take a listen. Um, the next two have been released in the last couple of days. The first one is Elements which is Bad Cat Games. It's mm-hmm. uh, Justin Morgan Davies' uh, episode was out. Check. It's about two episodes ago we had a good chat with <laughs> Justin about his game. Very, very interesting game. Very, very interesting chap who had an interesting take on education and board games. Mm-hmm. It was a fascinating little listen. so check into that.
1: Take it dead set against it.
0: He, he is completely, he thinks that they should be burned. Yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and very and last and but no means least um, is we had um, we had uh, Sarah Kennington from One Free Elephant on to talk about awesome. We're not doing the Mark Mindy joke because I did it at the end of the other episode. <laughs> um, but they've just launched. Um, they are um, yeah, they've just launched. Again, it is a mining game with the best-looking little carts you get and ore. And again, listen to the episode for more information yeah. on it. Just as a, well, just as a little bit of an update, anyway. Um, they have got a target of four thousand, and they're at two thousand one hundred, so they've mm-hmm. got a good start. Um, Elements launched today, um, and they are at. Ten percent of their target. Their target's twelve grand, and they're at ten percent wow. of it already. So we're um, we'll, again listen to both these episodes, um, check them out, and as we always say, you know, check them out. Take a look over the company before you lay your money, put money down, because yeah, yeah, it's as um... Colin will tell you, <laughs> <laughs> and three D printers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, um. Quick moving out to the potentially the last bit of the show because we've gone on for a little bit.
1: Have we? It was meant to be a quick one. It was meant to be a quick one. I
0: know. I know. Um, Just some shout outs. We've not asked for questions this week. We didn't. But we will do a big bumper episode of questions next time. We promise you Nick, so you can say yes. Um (laughs) uh, just a couple of shout-outs very quickly. Um, File Underwater is a podcast by Gary and Cole um, from Duckfeed TV. It's all about REM. They're into their second episode, and if you like REM at all, it's a very, very interesting... Listen, Gary and Not Cole... the and movement. The band. Oh... Yes, and they've been known for doing things like Bonfireside Chat and the likes mm-hmm. um, so lots of Dark Souls stuff and they've gone into music and they're both quite m- really, really passionate about the band and it's a very interesting awesome. Um If you like your Star Wars if you like your Star Wars ex- expanded universe fiction and you fancy listening That's all not canon now, does it? Not, it's called <laughs> Legends now If you fancy listening to uh, people talk about and give like it's almost like a book club where they'll, they'll select a book and they'll read over it mm-hmm. um, the last one was Kenobi which I appeared on so yes I know exciting so it was it's Brian Wade Brian Wade who is fantastic about Star Wars and we just don't rate him at all when it comes to magic <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's called Expanded Universe you can find it if you search for Luke cast it's Luke with 8 U's <laughs> Seriously? It's like Luke it's fantastic. Um big shout out to Polyhedron Collider, Steve, Andy and John They do board game stuff as well But they always claim to be ramshackle but they're so much better they're really yeah they're really quite good. Mm. I know it's a shame. Um Andy will be coming on the show quite soon. Yes Don't look at me like that. Yeah, yeah, no, not, no, no, Andy from Hollywood, yes. Um, I have to mention the man who is the worst, which is Jeremy Greer, who's currently doing about 20 million podcasts, (laughs) including Monster of the Week, which is about Supernatural. Mm -hmm. Dark Insight, which is about video games. He does that with Vader and Cliff Mm -hmm. and Joshua, who's also known as Morbid Beard, who are all fantastic people. And he also does Don't Give Up Skeleton, which is about Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. Um... And Rank Everything, which is about... Well, you've got Colum and Adam and Andrew all talking, and Adam as well, all talking about ranking everything from music to movies to food to video mm-hmm. games. And it's a nice little interesting series. They've still got Guns N' Roses at number one as Appetite for Destruction as the mm-hmm. Dino is the best album of all time. And they've got... Right. yeah. Yeah, and they like Oasis yeah. as well. Well, Adam likes Oasis, and just
1: Naff my alternate four. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know.
0: And finally, uh, last but no means least, Mass Movie Side, which is um, Gary and for Trevor alone, <laughs> because every single time they do a show, they take they take the actual Michael out of us completely. Uh, every single time. About us rolling dice. Don't cry, it's alright. Rolling dice and going nowhere near women. So
1: oh, they're half right. We don't roll dice. We definitely don't <laughs> roll dice.
0: So <laughs> it's, it's all good. Um What have we got coming up? We have got some other interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks, as always. Um I've started playing D D. Have you? Yes, I was yeah, I've started playing D D which um, I'm doing it kind of on an online thing with uh-huh. um, David Steele, who does the Steel Empire, and Nick Jones, who... Nick Jones, yes, uh-huh. Nick Jones, uh-huh. um, as well. Um, and we're doing that. Oh, excellent. Are you enjoying it? Do you, do you uh, see why I played so much of it? Keanu, I think it's uh, Lady by the Name of Chaotic Anarchy. Mm-hmm. She's involved as well. It's um, We've just done our first session. Uh-huh. And so I'm, you're a complete noob. I am a complete noob, but oh, no. I managed to... Um, I'm playing as an orc. A chaos orc. A chaos orc. With low intelligence. He's called Po. Okay. Poe-tato.
1: <sighs> don't you... What? How high can you count?
0: Eh, uh, four. <laughs> what do you mean how high can I count? What's that supposed to be?
1: It's alright. Doesn't matter.
0: I don't matter. Alright, okay. Right, okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> and that's about it. Um I think that's the time to call. it. We don't have questions this week because it's too No,
1: what I would say is um for, for, for anyone in Scotland. Yes. Um there is a wee Comic-Con coming up quite soon. Yes, there is. There the is. Dunfermline Comic-Con.
0: The Dunfermline Con- Comic-Con which is on the 8th. Uh, no, sorry, the 11th of March. Mm and its doors open at 10am until 5pm um you can get your tickets if you search for dunfermline comic con mm. um and i think it's 750 for adults and it's about 5 pounds no it might yeah 5 pounds for children to get in um, there will be stalls there. There will be comic book artists. There will be people doing cosplay. There was a guy dressed up as Doctor Who last time. There was a guy dressed up as Iron Man last time. There was a guy selling Star Wars figures last time. Oh, yeah. It's run by um, Albie, who runs the little shop of heroes, mm-hmm. which is the local greatest little shop in the world in Dunfermline. So hello, Albie, because we know you. <laughs> you do listen. Um, that's. Good shout there, because I would have forgotten about that. And it is very, very soon, and we can't. It's get... just in case we, we don't have another episode. Just in case till we don't March have a bit, we are either. gonna have another, we are gonna have another episode. Um, Octoberish? No, definitely not. We have plans. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. There's only there's only a couple of things to do. And the first thing is, is to remember. I don't even know why I'm pointing at you. It's
1: You're getting quite intense. passive aggressive. I know, yeah.
0: I know, I've stopped pointing. It's to remember that we are many things.
1: But we're not otters.
0: No. We've done this before. But I can up again. Right, try it. We are many things, but... We're not goldfish. No. Right, I'm going to have to cut this out. Right, once more. We are many things, but... We're not wizards. We're definitely not wizards. <laughs> Absolutely, except that one time, <laughs> Wade. do I've forgotten it. So until next time, it's a goodbye from Colin, and it's a goodbye from him. So goodbye. I'm gonna do the. Uh, I no, am. Yeah. No, he's not. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Because it's our anniversary. Goodbye. See?